Hello, all of my beautiful souls in this vast multiverse. I hope everyone's doing well. Today, I don't really have a topic. Um, I actually just felt intuitively compelled to do a podcast. Um, I know I haven't done one in a while, guys. I've been so busy, so I apologize for like the lapse in my, um, you know, the inconsistency with this podcast because... I have a lot of readings, a lot of classes, and all yada, yada, yada. So I appreciate those who are um, still tuning in through my inconsistencies. But a bitch will be back with more consistency. I just got to admit, you know, my schedule has to clear out a bit. Anyway, today I don't really have a topic. Um, Actually, it's more of soul lessons that I've been learning lately. Um, Most of the stuff that I'm going to, you know, discuss today is just like, things that I've just come to terms with, things that I've channeled from my spirit guides. And by the way, it's the most randomest of advice and soul lessons, but I just been going through a lot lately and a lot of things from my past has resurfaced, such as like the memory of a past trauma when I was like 13 years old. It literally popped up this past weekend and it like paralyzed me and that paralyzation feeling like where you're like paralyzed but like numb where I just I realize I'm still holding this pain somewhere somewhere within my energy somewhere within this physical body I am holding the pain from when I was 13 and I really I mean honestly guys I really thought I dealt with that shit I thought I did right but I I've said it before in a previous podcast and I'll say it again is that this freaking year of 2020 guys is the year of exposing and I mean like not just exposing like in a negative way like oh that bitch was exposed like well yes that's also happening with like you know politicians and the you know celebrities and a lot of their evil shits getting exposed like yeah that is obviously getting exposed in that way but like what I also mean is our wounds are being exposed Our like for instance even me my you know what past traumas being exposed everything is boiling to the surface because this is the time to nip it in the bud we are literally shifting onto another frequency as a collective as a collective energy as a collective group of people on this planet whatever you want to call it a lot of us are ascending and a part of ascending is letting go and you know um really healing so we can move on to the next phase of our lives and move on with as much wholeness and at peace and with peace as possible so anyway Um, so yeah, I was, you know, I'm, I'm going through my own shit as always. So, uh, I just wanted to share some things that, um, again, the stuff that I've been channeling this last couple days since I've been going through, you know, my little struggles, um, some of it's random, so bear with me, but these are random tidbits of advice from my spirit guide Zalo that I think that, you know, we all could benefit from. And by the way, the topics range from back problems to freaking trance channeling. So that's the kind of episode we're having today. So we're going to just talk about, you know, I'm going to just, um, from what I, I, I asked, okay, this is what I do, guys, and I always recommend this. This is advice you guys can take. When I talk to my spirit guide, Zalo, okay, I talk to him as if I do, 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 just calling someone on the phone. That's exactly how the conversation goes. So I would be like, Zalo, I am having horrible back problems. What the fuck does this mean? Do I really have something physically wrong with me? Is there a spiritual reason or is it both? Let me know. And then I calm myself down. As soon as I ask that question, I take two deep breaths 
And then boom, the information starts funneling, um, channel, well, I guess channeled through me and how it feels like, cause I know a lot of you guys, um, I feel like a lot of you guys are still, you know, a little bit shy to approach your psychic gifts a little bit. And I'm telling you, it's as easy as calling up a friend. If you can think about how easy it is to ask someone a question, that's exactly what it is, how I talk to spirit. Like just, just asking a friend a question. That's all. A friend who has, um, a library's worth of advice, you know? So anyway, um, so I wait for the answer and the answer usually comes through, um, I usually see it in visuals because I'm clairvoyant. Sometimes I get it through just thoughts, which is, you know, I'm claircognizant. So it just pops up as a thought or pops up as a visual. Um, and also sometimes I'm, I hear, I can also hear him. It's rare, but sometimes I do clairaudiently hear him. So I had back problems this past week. So that's why I mentioned the back problems. So we're going to, I'm going to just share. I wrote down all of Zalo's advice. So this is just a guide for anything, anyone that's going through something, maybe any pieces of advice that I've channeled from him might help you guys. So here's, okay, so I've been having, I've always had back problems, guys, since I was in freaking middle school. I can't even remember. I felt like I was born an old person. You know, I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm like 13, 12, 10 years old. And I'm like, I have back problems, like an 80 year old woman, like makes no sense. So I've always had on and off back problems. So of course, you know, the good thing, what I love about my spirit guide is that not, he's very like, even though he's an interdimensional celestial kind of guide, um, he's also very scientific and practical, just like me. And guys, a lot of times our spirit guides mirror our personalities. Not, not, not completely. A lot of our spirit guides have their own separate personality, but sometimes they are similar to you as well. So Zalo is similar. The only one thing that Zalo similar like personality traits is his practicality. I'm very practical and logical and he can be very practical and logical too. So he doesn't just give me all woo woo shit. So sometimes he's like, bitch, the, it's not always spiritual. Sometimes you actually have something going on. Go to the fucking doctor. All right. So sometimes, you know, we want to hear like, oh, maybe it's just spiritual related. Nah, your spirit guides, well, at least mine, they will also tell you if you really actually have an actual issue. So um, anywho, back to the back problem stuff. So with the back pains, um, what I channeled from him was that it's actually a, a, a couple different things. So this is generalized. Okay. Always consult your doctor and blah, 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 disclaimer, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> I feel like people have to put a disclaimer or else everyone gets sued nowadays. So like, I am not a medical health practitioner. Please consult your doctor before doing anything. Boom. Okay. Is that the technical professional way? Disclaimer. All right. Hopefully this covers my ass. All right. Anyway, um, so back pain problems. Obviously the number one, we all know, well, if you don't know, um, one of the, the most spiritual reasons being thrown out there is that back pain problems come from feeling unsupported. That is obviously a given, right? That is obviously a given. Um, I've seen that, you know, usually if you, if you can Google it now, spiritual reason for back pain, you'll probably get feeling unsupported. And that is very true. So that's one part of the um, puzzle. The second one is eating toxic food. Oh yeah, Zalo put my ass together. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna need you to stop eating fries what I love fries like I don't know why and that's terrible like I know fries aren't a real meal but it's my, one of my favorite foods and I know it's not a real meal I just like fries I think I just love potatoes I think I just love any form of a potato 
bad. I know all the carbs. I am. Oh, I know. So I just love the potato. I love her. The potato was the best thing invented. I love potatoes, mashed potatoes, fries. It's, it's, it's horrible. So eating toxic food and also um, back problems could also be from environ environmental issues as well. So Zala was saying that, um, so not only is it feeling unsupported and then eating toxic food, but let's say your environment, um, let's say you have a toxic environment. I mean, seriously, uh, like how are you living? How is your day-to-day life when you get home from work and you, how do you de-stress yourself? And if you're constantly wound up because the people around you are constantly being rude to you, or let's say you don't sleep in a healthy environment, that also, um, adds to some back problems and also, um, inadequate sleep can also um, add to your back problems. Now, could you have a slip disc? Absolutely. Always get that checked out. Could you have like, um, you know, a sprained muscle back there? Absolutely. Always get that checked out by a doctor just in case. Now, these options are for, let's say you went to the doctor and you're like, ah, everything seems normal. It's not too serious. Then you can go back to this and think about the spiritual reasons because sometimes it could literally be a slip disc or actually something wrong. But if not, then you might want to refer back to these other reasons, you know, the mental and, and spiritual reasons, because most things in life, you know, our physical bodies literally mirror our, our mental, right? Isn't that what they say? Like everything internally usually shows up outwardly. So yes, a lot of things comes down to literally, uh, your, your, uh, your, your internal, um, so that was random about the back stuff. And then guys, these, I, I should just call this podcast question, random questions. I asked Zalo because I'd be asking the most randomest questions. He's like my, my spiritual Google, you know, stuff that I can't Google. I'm like, nah, I'm not going to find the fucking answer through Google. So, Hey, Zalo, you're my spiritual Google. All right. Um, anyway, so I asked Zalo about really, you know, I asked him about creation, good and bad, and what does this all mean? You know, Zalo gave a very simplistic answer. He said that anything that happens for us, whether it's perceived as good, bad, neutral, whatever, every all experiences, pretty much he said all experiences, is to teach us how to react and to respond with love. That's it. And I'm like, that's it. You know, I don't, you know, it was such a simple answer. And as simple as it is, it makes a lot of sense because a lot of times, you know, we're upset. I'm going to respond with anger. I'm going to respond with, you know, disrespect. Sorry, excuse me. Disrespect and yelling and this and that. But to respond and react to everything with an ounce of love or some form of love, that is that it sounds nice, Zalo. It does sound nice, doesn't it, guys? Like it, it does. Now, how do we do that? It's hard. It's hard as fuck to remain love and that love centered, you know, that love that love center in your heart it can be really hard to remain there when someone's like pushing your fucking buttons you know so it's and and maybe that's why he said the the, all the lessons pretty much lead to um responding and reacting with love and patience and you know compassion and I'm like yeah that is definitely that Yoda you know Yoda shit I'm trying to be on that because I'm still learning a bitch is still learning so thanks Solo for that piece of advice um 
scarcity mindsets. He says the best way to get out of scarcity mindset is by remembering how abundant you are in all areas of your life. Sometimes when you're so fixated on the one part of your life that isn't working or that isn't generating what you thought, that actually you know, um, could work against you though that fixated, that complete focus thought. Sometimes you could be lost in tunnel vision that you totally miss the opportunities in the rear view mirror. You totally miss everything in your peripheral vision. If you're so fixated on what's in front of you, which is uh, by the way, I am not in no way saying don't be ambitious or fixate on one thing. But what I'm saying is that if you are in a scarcity mindset, just try to remember how what abundance means in all areas of your life. What in what areas are you abundant? Are you abundant in your patience? Are you abundant with your listening skills? Are you abundant with having emotional support in, in times of, you know, when you're going through something? Um, are, and, and I really, you know, when he said that, I'm like, does he mean like gratefulness, like being grateful? Maybe it's a combination of like r- being grateful for your abundance in other in all areas of your life. And it will and having that gratefulness maybe for all the abundance you have in other forms you will then, um, you know, eventually manifest the abundance in the way that you've been wanting. Obviously, dollar dollar bills, y'all. I mean, I'm sure that's pretty much what he's saying. <laughs> manifested in in in, in monetary value. Um, you know, so here is something that actually is also a really cool piece of advice: is that the more you view so many things as bad, you will receive it. So you have to be mindful of your experiences and really consciously create experiences because this is what happens. You know, have you heard of the term Murphy's Law? Murphy's Law is a thing, is, is, a, is a saying when, when one bad thing happens, when it rains, it pours, meaning when one bad thing happens, then it just keeps happening all day. So for example, let's say you go to the drive-thru, they forgot your soda. So then you start the day off like, fuck, I can't believe they forgot my thing in the drive-thru. So you're already driving off angry. Then you get to work and someone pissed you off and you're like, oh my God, what the fuck? Can this day get any worse? And then you go home and it's like more drama and you feel so drained and you're like, what the fuck? This was just a really bad day, right? That's like, okay, so let's say you had one of those times where it's like you are viewing so many things as bad and bad in your life or you're overreacting, whatever you want to call it. So what happens is when you are so upset and engulfed in the emotion by something not going your way or by your anger by something not going your way, um, it actually keeps you it's almost like you're stuck in a loop. So my spirit guy Zalo showed me an image of a circle. So he says it's like a loop. You kind of put yourself in a loop of experiences mirroring each other. That if you are chaotic in your own energy signature, so so for example, if your energy is chaotic at that moment, let's say you're pissed and whatever, what's going to happen is experiences of chaos will always find you until you learn how to master it. Does, do you get that? So, so pretty much means that you have to be really mindful with the, um, with the energy approach you have to things when things don't go your way, because your experiences will be filtered through chaos. So imagine like someone threw a chaos filter, 
on you, which means that um, no matter where you go, you will find chaos, even in the littlest experiences, such as like maybe you accidentally spilled something on the floor and you'll just blow up about it because your energy is already chaotic, which means every experience following after will be chaotic until you're able to master it and find a new way of dealing of healing of dealing with it hopefully that makes sense so that's also something zalo said um what's going on even in, in a co- in a collective energy sense even with like sensationalizing you know when the media sensationalizes something and when people are glued to their phones and to their screens watching gossip celebrity gossip non 24 7 talking about gossip between friends and family or constantly checking the news and wanting to argue about trump and biden and politics non-stop that is the same chaos thing Zala was talking about is when you are attracted to that chaos kind of energy, you're going to you're going to feel very drained. Like, let's say you're even off the phone and you're done arguing with random strangers on the Internet about politics. So let's say you get off the phone, you're still carrying that damn energy and you're going to find more chaos stuff. So um, so Zalo just recommends um, if you find yourself in a web of negativity or you're like, why can't I just get out of these bad experiences? Zalo just wants you to um, dig a little bit deeper and kind of find the lesson so these chaos and this negative pattern stop repeating. When you're able to pinpoint the root, all of this will cease to exist. So it's all about finding the root, finding a new way of coping with your with your stress or with your problems, finding a new way to not let something have that much power over you. And I promise all of the negative dramas will start to fall away from your life. All right, let's get more um, wisdom by Zalo, all right? Um, you know, Zalo says being being truly free and, you know, um, is, is letting go, not being attached to outcomes or anything. He always, you know, it's interesting. Zalo says, you know, Zalo always tells me, and you know, funny thing, I know I'm a psychic and I actually, like I've said before, I love the unknown. Half the time, I don't even know. I don't even want to know the outcome. I really don't because I want to be surprised. I want life to fucking surprise me guys. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, sometimes it doesn't because I am psychic. So sometimes life really doesn't surprise me, but there are on rare occurrences, it really does. And I absolutely love it. But anyway, um, heaven is unconditional love. That's why you hear the phrase heaven on earth, right? Because you're on earth and you carry heaven wherever you go. Heaven is wherever you walk. Heaven is wherever you drive. Heaven is wherever you fly. Heaven is always with you. And it's unconditional love. If you have unconditional love in your heart at this moment, you are in heaven. Um, Zalo. Um, oh, by the way, I remember the other day I kept asking him, why this? Why am I going through that? Why this? And I am, yeah, I'm honest. You know, I am one of those people who like to wonder, who like to analyze the why. You know, I understand something has taken place, but I like to know why. I always think I find comfort in whys, but Zalo has been trying to get me out of the habit of being reliant on always figuring out why things happen. So he told me straight up, he said, V, it's all your ego. Ego wants to know why. If I could just figure out why I'm suffering, then everything will be okay and make sense. Zalo tells me, but even knowing why doesn't change much. 
And I'm like, yo, he's right though. Because even in my quest for knowledge and my quest for wondering why did I have to go through that at a young age? Why did I have this kind of life? Why did I do that? Blah, 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 blah. And, and he's right. Even knowing why. And I, I've, have, I've gotten some answers from spirit about certain big things that happened in my life. And it really, he's right. It didn't really change much. Like, yeah, it gave me a temporary like, oh, okay. But it didn't really do much. So... So what he's saying is that what you can replace why with is a certain form of acceptance. Um, It's not so much you're accepting or he says you have to mend the relationship and say that accepting does not equal condoning. You know, um, some people are afraid to say they accept something from their, they accept themselves or accept their past or they accept anything about themselves because they feel like they're, they condone it. So let's say, you know, we're a work in progress, right? Um, let's say you made a bad mistake and you like, let's say you cheated on someone and you feel horrible, but then you're like, wait a minute, how can I say accept myself if I was, if I was a shitty person? It's not so much about you can accept yourself and accept what you've done without condoning your behavior. Pretty much what Zalo means is that you can accept yourself and work on your and improve yourself and learn a lesson so you don't do it again. So it's about it's really about freeing up that energy and that freeing up that, 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 uh, freeing up a lot, especially in your heart, literally in your heart center. I see a visual, Zala shows me a visual of the heart. So it's really about freeing up space and energy in your heart, not only for forgiveness, forgiving yourself, but also for that acceptance. Because when you accept yourself and forgive yourself, you, you leave so much more room and opportunity for growth and also growth. So you don't make that same mistake. So acceptance pretty much is like, you're not going to, you're not going to, you're not going to throw yourself in a, mental imprisonment because of you made a mistake you know it I know it may hurt it, you might have hurt yourself and hurt someone else with whatever mistakes you might have made in life but it doesn't mean you have to hold yourself in contempt for 30 50 years and and just hate yourself in the process because it's hard to grow as a person if you constantly hate yourself and and criticize yourself in a negative way of course, healthy criticism, you know, healthy, constructive criticism works, obviously, but I'm talking about that negative criticism, like you're stupid, you're a loser. How are you still here in life? You ain't shit in life. I can't, that kind, that's very, that doesn't really do much, that kind of talk. Ca- calling yourself stupid doesn't really, trust me, I'm, it's not going to help you grow. So you need to start and only for you to grow and truly learn from your mistakes is to get out of asking why you did it and just start and just say, you know what? I own it. Own what you did. Accept what you did. Forgive what you did. Ask for forgiveness from others. And if you don't receive the forgiveness from others, that doesn't mean you still have to feel like shit. People need time to deal with things. So some people feel like they can only be released if that other person forgives them. But I'm telling you, that other person may take years to forgive and and you have to do the business of forgiving yourself in the process. But I'm telling you, hating yourself and being mean to yourself in the process of trying to forgive and grow and accept, it's, it's all conflicting energy. So you have to pick one or the other. So anyway, um... Moving on to another random subject, life purpose. Zalo says to find your life purpose, look for the emotional reward you get from doing things or helping people. Um, you know, how you believe in yourself and your power will reveal what gifts you have and gifts you are ready and what gifts are ready for you. So 
I know I say this a lot, but every a lot of things in life come down to your self-esteem, your confidence, and your belief in yourself. And I'm not just talking about with psychic shit. I mean anything in life. You need some kind of self-esteem and confidence to do so. Um, yeah, so astral projection. Um, you know what's interesting about astral projection? It can be achieved through sleep or meditation or um, when you're in that half asleep state. But Zalo says with our astral projections, um, what you're seeing sometimes is parallel realities of your own creation or dimensions. Yes, that's also very cool. Um, another random piece of wisdom, um, the spiritual, he says, narcissism and this, you know, and on this planet has run rampant. Okay. That's what Zalo always says to me. So it's really important to want to educate yourself on narcissism. So you don't feel like you're going crazy when you're around someone who does not take any kind of accountability, who yells at you every, anytime you may have pointed something out at you or whatever. So anyway, anyone who's out here dealing with a narcissist. So he, Zalo says, narcissism comes from a mother wound, sometimes father wound, but mostly mother. Um, he says it's a lack of attention, lack of care and neglect. So, and, and by the way, guys, this is very generalized from Zalo. Obviously you can be, if you had a childhood where you might've had lack of care, lack of attention or neglect. No, that doesn't mean you're a narcissist right now. No, it just means that for some people, this is the root reason, at least on a, on a soul level. Okay. So I'm not saying, you know, those of us who had, didn't, were neglected as children or had no attention or lack of care. No, we are not all narcissists. No, it just means that, um, Zala, which is pinpointing some people, that's the cause. All right. Um, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. There's really not, not much to, um, say. Um, okay. So full moon. All right. So Zalo says naturally, when we think of full moons, we know they're very releasing. Um, fire is very shamanic and it's a karm and, 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 and shamanic. So with fire and the full moon, obviously I'm not saying be an arsonist and light up the things. No, 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 no. Um, karma is like burning emotion. Fire is a symbol of your burning emotions. Release it. So what you can do, you can write a letter and burn it under a full moon. So boom, that's what I was meaning. I wasn't talking about arson or anything. So, um, you can write a letter, burn it under a full moon, because again, it's, it's, it's releasing a lot of those, you know, burning emotions and et cetera. If you have a bonfire, even better. But if you can just, you can even do it like even in your house, as long as you just light the letter and do it over the sink, obviously, so you're able to um, have water and all that good stuff nearby. Um, the best way to manifest anything in life is to be at, is to be at peace with who you are and unafraid of all circumstances. Except that you may never know what to do next in life. You know why? Because next doesn't even exist. The future doesn't even exist right now. Future isn't here yet and the past is literally over. The past is only real when you make it real by living in its memory. I mean, obviously the past has happened and our memories keep it alive. On an energy level, our memories keep it alive. Um, future is only real when you're terrified and afraid of it. You know, sometimes it's good to admit to yourself you don't know and that it's safe to not know. You have to hold compassion for yourself. You know, your thoughts truly create your outcome. You know, as mundane and we have like a billion thoughts a day. And I, I know that um, for those of us who ever think, well, that's times a billion times too. <laughs> but seriously, 
over time, your thoughts contribute to your outcome. So, you know, as a bitch always says, stay positive, but also handle your shit. And if you don't feel like positive, that's also okay. Because I'm not one of those people who only say love and light. I understand real life happens. And that's why I'm doing a real life kind of podcast because we're real and our emotions are real and it's very unrealistic to be quote positive 24 7 but um you can feel you know feel your 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 shit and able to go through things but just remember that um our emotions and whatever we're going through is not permanent and it's not a life sentence and we shouldn't imprison ourselves and want to um you know or what I've learned personally is that I like to hide away when I'm feeling like shit, you know, um, and that's just how I've always been. Could be the Capricorn in me. Don't know. But um, all I know is that this life is very, very short. And, uh, you know, just to be in this human body for maybe 50, 60, 70 years, you know, we all get about what around 70, 80 years, um, you know, and I just feel like the reason why it's, you know, think about it. You wouldn't even be here on this podcast if there wasn't something in your soul and me included. I wouldn't even started this, you know, this podcast, if there wasn't something in my soul and your soul that, that kind of, um, needed some kind of positive direction, you know, and in terms of like, you know, life's already hard. And I think that's why we all have our spirituality to kind of ground us, to focus us and whatever spirituality looks for you or sounds like for you, whatever that is. Some people go to church, some some people don't whatever it's all good whatever makes you happy and whatever brings you peace I'm all for it but I'm not but I'm also for you you know dealing with the root of your issue so be positive but also know that it's safe to not be positive and it's okay if you feel like shit it's just remember it's not it's not permanent um but the reason why I just wanted to share this uh you know stuff with Zalo oh one last thing he wants to share is about channeling so Channeling is pretty much, if you think of the word channeling and just channeling in general, it's just focus. Wow, you see how this totally went ADD? I'm totally talking about emotions and all that like deep stuff. And then Zalo's like, wait a minute, this ain't over. Tell him about channeling. So I'm gonna tell you about channeling real quick. Um, it's just really simple. Um, it's it's really focus. Um, to channel is just to focus. I know that sounds overly simplistic. Yes, I know, but um, when, when you are channeling a message for yourself or someone else, everything is about intent and focus. You have to get an extremely focused state of mind. Um, and also I would highly suggest breathing techniques. Um, breathing the correct way is getting you out of your own way. So, and, and this can be used for regular channeling, verbal channeling, automatic channeling, which is writing channeling. I mean, channeling through writing, trance channeling, where you're allowing a spirit into your body. That's a little bit much for me, but Hey, different strokes for different folks. Some people are into it. Um, so pretty much if you are new and you want to start channeling, I would highly suggest, um, looking up focusing techniques and breathing techniques because especially the breathing ones that will really get you out of your own head when it comes to channeling because channeling is a very head it's it's dealing in your crown chakra um I only know this because I've been doing this for like since I was a kid so I've, I've I've only known how to channel I've never learned to talk to spirit in any other way this is the only way that I know how to deal with spirit is through channeling since I was a kid. This is all I know. So I'm just trying to go off of what I know. It's kind of hard for me to explain 
explain because it comes so easy for me that I'm, I'm trying to, I, I sometimes get winded trying to explain it in a very, I'm trying to simplify it, but it's, it is very simple. So it's a very cerebral gift. So everything's in the head. But before you channel, you want to make sure you're grounded because you're dealing with the crown chakra and your headspace. So you want to make sure you're here on earth or else you won't be able to have enough energy to even sustain, you know, to sustain yourself, to, to hold yourself for a long, a long message from spirit because it deals with the crown chakra energies and you, you'll feel lightheaded, airy and dizzy if you don't ground yourself. So if you wanting to open yourself up to spirit and channel step one make sure you're grounded meaning that um you can grounded means 50 things some people if you have the yard literally go outside put your bare foot bare feet in grass for a couple minutes and breathe that's a form of grounding you can go to the beach you can go to a lake you can go to a mountain you could do anything in nature nature is always grounding let's say you live in the city and you don't have much nature let's say you live in new york city or something so You can just sit in your apartment and visualize green light um, growing out of your feet, going into the earth. That is a visual way to ground you, okay? Some people can um, hold specific crystals to ground them, whatever works for you. Ground yourself first. Make sure you have enough water and that you're hydrated. Um, These are little physical human things that I think it's important to make sure you do. I wouldn't suggest eating a plate of ribs. Um, Personally, I would not suggest eating heavy foods because that might keep you a little bit too heavy um, when it comes to channeling. But then again, I've seen many psychics, you know, tear down a buffet before reading. So honestly, it's really up to your body. Me personally, I, I, I like to keep my stomach empty just, just with water, but that's just me personally. So you just got to know your own body and how you feel because if you were too full, your mind might be focused on being too full if you get, if you catch my drift. So just, just eat a little snack or something just to keep your, your energy up with, and water. Anyhow, so after you're done grounding and, and all that good stuff. You want to make you want to get out of your own head. So, um you can use uh like like a certain phrase or like a certain word. Um you can actually and and again, you want to play around with your creativity and what suits your needs. So, I sometimes I not only do I say a little prayer that opens me up before I open up to spirit, but I also have you can also say a specific word. Um kind of like open sesame, you know, like when you're about to like you know the little kid thing, open sesame, but you can create a word, you can create a mantra, you can create a prayer and know that after you say that prayer, mantra or um word whatever keyword you want to use it's going to instantly open you up and connect to spirit it's, I, I know it almost sounds like hypnosis where it's like you say a keyword and then boom you're ready it almost feels like that sometimes well at least like when i'm like about to go into like a channeled state i just like say a word and i'm boom i'm instantly connected to spirit so i worked with my spirit guides to create certain words or phrases to know that they're around so you can also do that as well so let's say you're like wondering how do i know when my spirit guides around first of all it's like I said before, it, we live in a free will dimension. You're going to have to ask for them to be in your space, number one. So just first of all, ask, can you be in my space? Um, be in my space right now. Or can you come in my space? They're always going to be They're They're going to, of course, they're going to answer yes, because they love you and they would love to be around you. So always ask. Spirit cannot interfere with free will. Always ask for assistant, assistance and always ask for prayers or whatever you need. So first thing you want to do when opening up is asking them to be in your space. 
So after you ask, you have to trust that they are actually there. Sometimes depending on your, um, your psychic gift, it's going to feel different than everyone else. So for example, if you are a physical, maybe you are more of a physical person, you feel things emotionally and you feel physical like sensations from spirit, that means you have to get the clear sentient. So you once you say, once you talk to your talked in your mind or talked out loud saying, okay, one of my spirit guides be here now. So then right after that, you want to get to know what kind of gift or or how you perceive spirit it's really important is how you perceive spirit so you want to then um once they're in your space because by the way as soon as you ask them they are right there so you can't so you have to have that trust that they are there because i'm telling you they are once you ask in one second they're there so boom next thing you want to do is feel it out if you're one of those feely people or you're very empathic i'm just gonna just use this as an example for empaths empaths are very clairsentient in my opinion which is intuitive gift of feeling emotionally or physical sensations although clairsentients differ from empaths because true clairsentients are able to physically pick up energies and vibrations from spirit such as feeling physical pains around certain people feeling like someone touched their shoulder feeling chills feeling heat um where, whereas empaths mostly just feel emotional um, emotions from spirits or from people or the feelings. So, um, keep that in mind. Anywho, I'm just going to use this gift as an example. So, um, shit, I had a brain fart. Okay. Rewinding it, bring you back. Okay. I was just saying, oh yeah. I was just saying you brought the spirit guide into your space by asking to be there. Next thing I want you to do clairsentiently is feel it the fuck out. Meaning, um, if you truly trust that your spirit guide is there, they will give you a sign and you can even ask for it. Let's say you're still new to this and you still don't trust yourself, then always continue to ask spirit for more help. Ask for more clarity. They're more than happy to help you. They don't want you confused trying to talk to them. Of course, they're going to help you. So ask them to be more clear. Ask them to show up bigger and they will. Okay. So you may say like, okay, the I'll know you're nearby if I feel like a like 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 if you're really like clairsentient you might feel like a certain breeze you may feel like a certain someone touched you you may feel a tingle that's a good sign or you may emotionally feel lighthearted like oh my gosh I just know someone's here I just feel like the energy is just different in this room oh my gosh so once you feel that this is a good time to start asking your questions because like I said, once you ask spirit to be with you at that moment, they're with you. So trust that every, every question that you ask will be answered by them. Although obviously it's filtered through your own mind, the message is still coming from them. It's all of this is about getting out of your own way, getting out of your own self-doubt and trusting that you are powerful because you are, you are a spirit first. How is it that you are a spirit in a human body and you think you can't connect to spirit? That makes no sense. Of course you can connect to spirit because you are a spirit. It's actually divine. It's like your divine right. Our intuition is our birthright. It is our connection to where we come from. That's why we all, even no matter if you're the most logical person in this world, everyone has an intuition for a reason. It is our connection to, to the stars and where we come from. Okay, so everyone has this ability to sense something outside of themselves even when you know like 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 uh 
everyone has had at least one psychic experience, even if you're the most logical person. But anyway, um, just want to share that quick little like tidbit about opening up. Um, didn't mean to make it so damn long winded. Um, for whatever reason, Zalo might have you know he really wanted me to talk about it don't know why but um i'm glad i I was able to assist so i didn't go into that much detail but i'm sure you guys can take what you will um from the uh channeling and stuff because channeling is basically asking a question and trusting that everything that's flowing through right after is from spirit okay that's all it is it's really about trusting yourself really mending the relationship you have with trust trusting yourself and trusting the unknown if you're able to master trust you're able to literally be the best damn channel in the world anyway i love you guys i hope you guys have a wonderful wonderful day until the next episode